What's up, soccer players? On today's episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience, we're talking about ladder and hurdle drills. And we are going to discuss whether or not it will make you a faster player. So hope you guys enjoy the episode. Let's start off very, very basic. Will a six-pack help me as a soccer player? Logically. Why pre-game meals are important. If you do strength training, you can generate more force on the ground. It will take you less stride to get to that ball. Until you get there, you can make that up with hard work and dedication and training. On top of it, right? So if you're a player that has little to no training history, imagine the, the gains and speed that you can get in such a short period of time because you're doing things. This is why strength training is important. I don't care how you do your strength training. I don't you know, some people like to go to the gym. I just wanted to double down on that really quick. The point is, you have to get stronger. Hello, soccer players. Welcome to the latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It's me, your co-host, Andy. I'm my main man, Berg. Berg, how are you doing today, bro? I'm good, man. Just, just hanging out. You know, I was just um, preparing all my posts for Instagram for, for next week. You know what I realized? I realized if I kind of like plan out my week, like I write down like a couple of goals that I want to hit that week, then, you know, I end up, I end up reading less manga and wasting less time and I get, I get stuff done. It's amazing. Just writing things down on a piece of paper saying, okay, those, those five things, knock them out next week. Oh, so, so, so much more productive. How about you, man? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> doing good, doing good. And, um, yeah, you're right. Having the the to-do list, it's it's very, very key. It's something that I've been slacking off of recently. Um, but yeah, for the for the players out there, if you're thinking of trying to be more productive in your life, wow. having a, a running to-do list or even just like a, a list of things to do in general. Exactly. Like for me, that's very helpful because I'm very forgetful. So no, I, I'm not forgetful. I know what I need to do. I just don't do it. <laughs> That's the worst part. That's the worst part. But I know if I have it in a piece of paper and then there's like a, a box and I need to check, then for some reason, weirdly, you know, I get motivated enough to like check that box. So I, I do my, my thing during the week. Speaking of, speaking of manga, you read Boruto manga? No. No, bro, listen, you got to get on that. You got to get on that. You, you gave me a, a 10, 11, 15 years of Naruto. I'm not going to read and, and, and watch the, the, the Sun story. Come on, man. Oh, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. He's, he's already overpowered. He's got his dad gene. He's got his dad, all, all of his dad um, fighting style. And then he's got the mom's eye. You know, the mom has the Yakugen, whatever it's called. Come on. He's just all, already overpowered from the beginning. Oh. I respect, respect. One day <laughs> you'll see the light. Anyway, I um, read, I read a couple. I read like the first um thirty um episode, but you know it wasn't. You know I already know all the stories already, so I wasn't too impressed. One day, bro. One, One day. day you'll see. Day. Anyway, um, today we got a pretty cool episode. Uh, I hope you guys will enjoy this one. Yeah, We're talking man. hurdles and ladder drills. Whether or not they'll make you faster. So, Berg, like, times, what's how many times you get asked this question? Like, if you knew how many times I get asked this question, you, you, um, um, do you think ladder drills and hurdle drills will make me faster? Like, I have, I have hurdles and I have ladders. I, I, I want to get faster. Like, like, tell me a couple ladder drills I need to do to be faster. Uh, how many times you get lot. asked this? A question? lot, a lot. What type of ladder? What size hurdle? What color? <laughs> 
<laughs> you didn't even ask for the color too. That's crazy. How many feet do I move in? You know, it's it's crazy. But um, I mean, here's the thing. I just feel like, and this is where I think podcasts like this really do have a place in in the soccer world that we live in because there is so much. Yeah, there's so much information out there, and so much of it is just blatantly false. And not even false, really, just completely unsubstantiated and unproven, right? Like, just to say that anything will get anything done 100%, that's just, like, Mm -hmm. that's just false. Like, it's a a combination of things, as always. But when we get into hurdle and ladder drills, man, you just see straight-up lies. Straight-up lies. lies. It's it's funny, um, because I fell into the trap as well. Before I was interested in strength and conditioning, you know, I used to think, you know, doing ladder drills, doing hurdle drills would make me faster. I just thought, you know, if I'm moving my feet quicker, uh, I'm able to, that will translate on the pitch and I'll be able to get faster. I remember this Instagram guy, I forgot who he was, but he was a football player and they, 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 the footwork guy. What he would do amazing freaking ladder drills on the water. I don't know if you remember that guy. He has extremely fast feet. Extremely fast feet. And I was like, man, there's no way this guy's not fast. Now, turns out the dude was fast. But later on, as I started learning more about, you know, strength and conditioning, how to get faster, how to be more agile, you know, I realized, you know, there's a lot of information that, I didn't know and a lot of information I was seeing, that, like you said, unsubstantiated. Not true. It's, yep. Yep. it's crazy, man. It's it's crazy, let me tell you. No, it really is. And like honestly, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. And this is how much money is in this thing. How come nobody's getting nailed for false advertising? Well, it's like, the thing, seriously. Right? So listen, listen, people like tools. Like one is one thing I know this as I started working out I mean, as, as I started um, being a physical therapist and just helping people get better. The moment you introduce a tool and you tell this person you use this tool, you get better. They automatically hook because they they associate the tool with them getting better. The tool will help me progress, but <laughs> tools in general. You know they 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 can help, but a, a lot of work a lot of the work needs to be done, you know, on your own. You know, yeah, ladders, yeah. Hurdles, you know, those are tools, but it's all depends on how you use them. Yeah, and I give you a perfect example, right? Um, the Theragun, it's a tool. Yep. I want to get more flexible. I don't want to stretch. I'm gonna use the Theragun. Even like me or you as physios, right? I don't want to sleep eight hours. I don't want to eat right. I need someone to help me recover. Massage me. I'm a tool. It's easy. It's easy. That's the allure. It's easy. You see a ladder, you see a hurdle, you think you can jump over it a few times. Oh, man, that's it. It, It's easy now. And it's fun. But like you guys going to find out later on, it's, you know, it might not be enough. I thought this was supposed to be pretty chill, but <laughs> we both got into it here. Okay, so um, let, let's talk about if ladders, we'll get into the ladders a little bit later, but what does make a player faster? And I, I know we talked about this a lot, but this bears repeating several times um, mm-hmm. because it's, it's clearly not sinking in to, to, the, to the masses yet. No, they're, 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 when I think about 
um, a player being fast, I, I think about it in two ways. The first, I mean, two or three, three ways, three ways. The first is the ability to um, explode. Like how fast can you get from point A to point B? Like how fast can you explode? We call that, um, you know, when you explosive drills, you know, how fast can the, the, the fast twitch muscle, you know, can you go from point A to point B in a blink of an eye? Like blistering that that's that's one then second one is maintaining like when you reach your top speed first one is how fast does it take you to how long does it take you to reach your top speed second can you maintain that top speed that's another thing that's just some um, maintaining that high velocity and then the third one to me is movement efficiency you know cutting you know how how long does it take you to to you know, change direction. All that is moving efficiency. How efficient are you with movement? If you can do all three of them really, really well, and my friend, you are fast. Yeah, and it's it's really as simple as that. And if you guys really should should want to take anything away from what you see on Instagram or, or videos or trainers. If you want to get truly faster, like point A to point B, so the first two things Berg was talking about, like how quickly can you get fast and how long can you stay fast? Why don't you look at some of the videos that you see elite sprinters do? I'm not talking Ronaldo. I'm not talking Mane. I'm talking like Usain Bolt, like those guys, because they're the fastest in the world when it comes from going to point A to point B. And you guys might be thinking, well, Usain Bolt, you know, he's not a footballer. He doesn't have to change direction. He doesn't have to do this and that. Well, that's why you have to look a little bit deeper and say, okay, maybe I can pull something out of their training to put into mine and then maybe add some more football-specific stuff and involving change of direction, and then boom, there you go. But if you add in all those three things, chances are you're probably not doing much with ladders. <laughs> yep. You're not. You are absolutely not. I mean, you might do it for, um, you know, we're going to get into um, the, the best use of ladder, ladder drills, but you, <clears throat> you might use that for warm-up. But in terms of, like, um, being super explosive and trying to reach top speed, uh, no. Even yeah. the footwork doesn't match. So even the foot – so let's talk about that for a second, the footwork. Um I mean, I think that's one of the – if you were to pull a, a benefit from using ladder stuff, I think mm-hmm. footwork could be considered. Um, but, yeah, yeah. What are, what are your thoughts when it comes to footworks and, and ladder drills? So uh, the footworks and ladder drill, that to me, it's all about context. Um, it's all context. Uh, how the coach using the footwork and the ladder drill to teach someone how to move more efficiently more efficiently. That's when hurdle and ladder drill can help you get faster. And by faster, it will hit that the third component of being fast, which is movement efficiency. Can, when I'm using the ladder drill, do I relate this movement of the ladder drill to how I'm going to change direction off the ball? You know, I'm going to run straight and then turn, or I'm running straight and then I'm making a hard right you know, can I use ladder? Can I use a hurdle to teach someone, okay, when I'm turning here, stay low 
and then push off with this leg? Can I use the hurdle to teach someone that? If I'm able to successfully use a ladder or a hurdle to teach someone how to drive off the leg, how to stay low, the footwork that's involved when you're about to change direction because you have to decelerate, right? Decelerate, you know, you, your feet has to be, you know, there's a certain, certain amount of footwork that's involved in deceleration. Can I use the hurdle and ladder drill to teach someone that? If I'm able to do that um, successfully and translate that on the field, then as a coach, I'm able to, I do my job as at teaching someone changing of direction uh, mechanics, so to speak. So if I'm, yeah, like I heard her in ladder drill, can I use that to teach um, change of direction mechanic? If I'm able to do that successfully, then I can inherently make someone faster. But is it enough by itself? I don't think so. Mm, so what you're saying is it's not simply enough to use the ladder. You have to use it in a way where it's going to improve your mechanics and those mechanics have exactly. to be the same mechanics you use on the field. Yes. Uh, you know, if you, if I go and use ladder drill all day and it's not relating to how I'm going to move with and without the ball on the pitch, then I'm wasting my time because there's no learning that's involved and motor learning needs a lot of repetition and you need context as well. Yeah, and I think the the same thing can be really translated over to hurdles too, right? Because with hurdles, you could actually you can do a lot of sprint related stuff with them. Yeah, um, it it's the not size tri- the, the size yeah, of the hurdle too. The size of the hurdle, and it, you guys might be thinking of when we say hurdle drill, you know, doing little bunny hops back and forth. Um, but you can use some more some more different things when it revolves to. Um, to sprint training like you can use it to train to have a longer or shorter stride yes you can train it to make sure you're getting the proper knee drive um to make sure you're, you're staying at the right velocity and you're not bobbing up and down as much um yeah, so again all mechanics all, all mechanics yep and that's primarily when i when i analyze um uh, sprinters and um football players nfl football player and how to use ladders it's always about the mechanic first. You're just teaching some, teaching them how to properly drive with the foot, how to how to properly turn, and exactly keeping that 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 form, that mechanic through like many hurdles. You know that repetition is enough to help someone when they actually that that repetition is 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 helpful enough to translate on the field. Yeah. So. I mean, we talked about mostly so far about why ladders and hurdles may or may not be um, something that's that's quite useful. But let's let's talk a little bit about what we do know they're actually good at, because I think there's there's a few things that we could really implement into our strength and conditioning by using ladders and hurdles. It's probably not what you think it is, but I think they're important to go over. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, one of the biggest things that that really comes out of most of these drills if not all of them is a lot of fast twitch muscle fiber recruitment um which players like that's what they want that's why they're doing these drills but you guys have to realize that it might not be recruiting the exact muscle groups that you want um with most of these drills it's mostly from the calf right so Mm -hmm. that's why if you're if you're coming off of a let's say a calf injury or an ankle injury 
or you're slowly returning to sport and you want to start to reintroduce some of those fast switch muscle fiber uh, recruitment motions, then I think ladder is very good. Why? It's a very controlled environment. You're in charge of your motions. You're controlling every single step. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And using that too, I, I mostly use ladder for um, ladder drills and hurdle drill as a warm up. You know, there's nothing great, nothing better than killing yourself <laughs> with some ladders for like five minutes to like get a, get a proper, like a dynamic warm up with ladder drills. It's good. And not also, you gotta we gotta remember like going to ladder drill, doing those, all this fancy footwork. You know, it, it takes a little bit of um of mental focus to be able to accomplish those those um those fast speed movement. So now that you're getting a good warm up, but you're also getting some mental focus when you go through those hurdles and ladder drills. Yeah, especially if if and I, you guys will know if you are you're one of those players that when you're training on your own or even with a small group like physically you're there and your body's there but your mind isn't and you need you feel like you need a drill to to kickstart your focus um if you're having trouble consider trying a ladder drill like it might help it might not but it's it's worth a shot and like i mentioned before um it's 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 good for the mechanics teach someone the mechanics of um, sprinting, that, that, that footwork, that coordination, that mind-to-body connection can be taught using the hurdle and ladder drill. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. It's... Would, with that being said, though, now, <laughs> is hurdle and ladder drill enough? Is it enough? Yeah, is it enough to get someone faster? No, no, that no. That is no, the no, question. No. And for me, the answer is a no because it doesn't get the job done. It doesn't mm-hmm. make you stronger. It doesn't. It could, right? It, we know it doesn't get you stronger. Right? No, 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 no. We know it doesn't. it doesn't train you to get fast and stay fast. And we know that if used correctly, it might help you improve your mechanics. Yes. So out of the three things we kind of talked about, it hits on maybe half of one. Yeah, half of one box. Now, if you if you do use um, like those tall ass hurdles, um, and you have to jump over it, then to some degree you 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 recruiting um, the prop, proper muscle, and you 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 actually engaging the fast twitch muscle, and you are recruiting somewhat of the right muscle, if depending on how tall that ladder is. Yeah, true, true. And let's say, you know, you take some of even those shorter, smaller ones, and now you're doing single leg jumps, right? So you're doubling the amount of load that you need on one leg. Then, yeah, you could improve your power through that too as well. So maybe we'll give it one out of three. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll I'll give it one, give it one out of three. Just, just, just hurdle drill because um, depending on how tall that, that hurdle is, you might be able to um, recruit the necessary um, – the, the, the leg muscle needed the leg muscle that's been recruited when you actually sprint um, and uh, the mechanics. If, if I'm able to teach someone how to change direction properly by using hurdle and ladder drill, then 
to be honest, I, 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 I do half. That's half the, well, yeah, that, I would say that's half the job of that one box. Half the job. Yep. Just team, teaching someone how to move more efficiently. That requires a lot of mental focus. That requires a lot of coordination mechanics. So if I'm able to use the ladder drills and translate that on, onto what we do on the pitch, then I successfully hit one box. Mm-hmm. But the rest mm-hmm. of the stuff, hitting top speed, staying at top speed, that, my friend, hurdles and ladder drills is not going to help you enough. It, no. Nope. Not nope. even close. And we didn't even talk about, did we talk about the, the whole fast feet thing? Because I feel like that's a, uh, a, a, like a moniker that coaches always love to um, bring up. And players, I think we, you know? we, we, brush, we brush up on it a little bit by saying, uh, I think when I said um, the, the, the fast feet mechanics you, when you use the ladder is not the same <laughs> feet mechanic that you use when you're hitting top speed or when you're trying to like, get top speed it's not at all true true now one more thing on that is one how much do your feet weigh and two how much do you weigh right there's a big difference (laughs) there's a big difference when you're when you're sprinting when you're accelerating let's say you're a soccer player you weigh 150 pounds your body has to be able to move 150 pounds at a high speed which is a lot different Oh, it probably your more, little, your probably little ankles and feet. Yeah, probably more yeah. Because you got, well, you got to go many times your body you, weight. You, really, now you could take into account gravity and taking take into account landing on one leg at a time, yep. and momentum with you. That's yep. more. And yeah, compare that to you know you doing your little foot drills. How much do your, do your ankles and your feet weigh? Not much, and that's what you're moving. How do you think that's going to make you faster? You know, so now it will be. We, we, now I feel bad. I feel like, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we were negative throughout the whole podcast. We, we got to end on a positive note here by telling the people um, what exactly um, they need to do and actually to get faster, even though we have multiple episodes on that already. But if, if you listen, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, then first one, remember what I said. Um, acceleration, explosive, reaching top speed. You need acceleration. So acceleration drill. You need to be able to push your weight, push, push onto the ground, like apply force onto the ground to move your body. The only way you can do that is by doing strength training. Get stronger, get stronger legs. If you can push your body, you a lot of force to push your body forward. That will get you faster. Get stronger legs. Yep. That's and when, when you when you guys do your warm ups, when you before you guys go to your practices, go to your games, do your sprint training. Do your sprint training at least two times per week. Have that acceleration day when you're focused on having shorter distances and you're reinforcing everything you're doing in the gym by applying it on the field. No ball. Right. If especially if you're new to, to acceleration and speed training, mm-hmm. no ball, you going from point A to point B as fast as you can with adequate recovery in between. You do that two times per week, maybe four to eight sprints per session. Doesn't take long. Very mm-hmm. simple. You you will see improvements because it is very rare, very rare for a soccer player to 
get a good dose of sprint training during your training sessions, especially if you're one of those teams or players that is training on a quarter size pitch, because on the pitch, there's four, five, six teams training at the same time. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get to top speed if that's the case for you, because there's no space to. There's simply no space to. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And that deceleration component, you know, able to hit the brake and then accelerate again. That, that, that part, when you, when you hit the brake, able to decelerate really fast, all comes down to your brake. How strong are your brake? How strong are your legs? Can you use force? Can you apply force onto the ground to stop your momentum when you're going forward? Yep. All and that. It's almost like the messy effect, right? Yeah, because he's, he's really not that fast. He's really not, but he stops so quickly. Yeah. He'll make you stop and then speed up, and in that process, boom, you're gone. That's why yep. it's important. Now, if you're in, once you're able to do all that and do it consistently and long enough, then your speed will change. But it's not, it's not something that, that's happening overnight. You know, it takes, it takes a long time to get fast. Mm-hmm result like you may be able to get faster after like 12 weeks of training but to maintain that speed though to maintain that gain that's when the consistency come yeah you will start to lose actually we're not quickly that. that's, that's a whole other episode sucks. Yeah, we'll, we'll save sucks. that we'll save that one <laughs> it sucks just how fast you lose it if you if you stop training it oh my goodness we will we'll save that for another day because oh lord we could we could go off on that one too. Yeah. All right. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. We'll see y'all next time. All right. Peace.